Hi, I'm Nadia McInnes and welcome to You Are Gifted. You know, today I was scrolling through Facebook and I saw a quote and it says, if you are still living your life to please people, receive brain. And you know, this is not the first time I saw that quote and it just dawned on me again that's so true. This is actually so true. I don't know who wrote it, but it really hit home. I'll repeat it. If you're still living your life to please people, receive brain. And I'm going to tell you why I say that. You know, there was a time when I used to live my life to please people. Believe it or not, I lived a big chunk of my life. I would say between the age of 24 to 35 for about 10 years 24 to 35 11 to 12 years I think I lived my life pleasing people I am serious I did nothing that I wanted to do I I just wanted to please people I thought if I made people happy then I would be happy and it took it took a dead man message on Facebook to get me to realize that I was wasting my time. But you know what? As much as I, as I want to call it that I wasted that 10 years or 11 years of my time, I honestly can say that I have learned a lot about relationships and about people during the process. Because let me tell you a story. And I'm not going to too much and I'm not going to go into too much details because I'm not giving glory to that situation. I'm just going to tell you why it's important not to live your life to please people because it will not work. It cannot work. You're only going to end up losing. I was a part of this organization, you know, you know, for transparency, let me tell you what it was. It's a church. I was a part of a church for over 10 years. And I was very involved in this church. And as I said, I don't want to say too much. So let me just try to see how I can sieve. I'm not good at sieving, but I'll try. I was a part of this church for 11 years or more, fully committed. I started when I was in my 20s and I was there until my 30s. And um, there's so many things that I saw that I didn't like. I had people that I looked up to, people that I saw as role models, as mothers and good friends who left year after year, year after year. And every time I spoke to them about why they were leaving, they would all give me the same reason. And to be honest, I experienced that reason too. And I saw it, but you know, I kept brushing it aside until, um, I couldn't take it anymore. And I, you know, peacefully and lovely and decently sent the pastor a letter saying you know thank you i've served here for over 10 years because i served when i say serve i was that kind of member that i give my money i give my time my resources in fact i had no life i had no friend outside of that organization i did nothing outside of that organization everything was centered around me and my activities in that church so after i left i you know i did 
I, you know, I sent a letter. And to my surprise, you know, the, the attack that came, the attack that I started getting, I mean, the, 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 the things that people were saying, the lies that came from the head of the organization was 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 hurting i will not say i was shocked no because i've seen where they've done it to other people that left several other people that left so i know that it was possible but when i look at myself to me i was one of the most committed members i was one of the most reliable members in my head Honestly, and I'm sure in other people's minds as well. I was one of those dedicated day in your live, you eat, you breathe. They say jump, you say how I, right? That was me. Go, where, when, how much? That was me. So when I, you know, said I, I can't stay here anymore, and I thought I was going to go peacefully, and the, the attack that I started getting from the head, I was hurt. I was like, hold on, I served these people for over 10 years. I gave my youth, you know, I, I got married there, had my two children there. I did everything. I supported them. When people were leaving, I think there was one time there was about seven or five of us left. And people that I um, were, remain in the church when several people left for the same reasons that I'm not even going to get into. I stayed and I was faithful and I was faithful and I saw the way I was attacked when I left. The lies that were told, the lies that were told about me. I remember one lady that went there, she saw me and she said to me, if I didn't know you, wow, the kind of person that I would think you are. And I was like, ah. Uh? To be honest, I didn't even ask her why she said that because I don't want to hear. I just, you know, some things you feel like you may not be able to recover from if you hear it. And one time again, I think that same lady said to me, I don't know how you haven't committed suicide. And I'm saying this to say to you because I saw that quote on Facebook today that says, um, if you're still living your life to please people, receive brain. I'm saying that to say this, when I was a part of that organization, I knew that these people could be dirty. I knew it. I've seen where they've lied and come against other people before, but some of you feel like I'm pleasing them. I'm doing everything they want. You know, I, if they tell me to jump, I jump. I will give my money. I will do this. It's, you just kind of think that you're exempted, but it's not. And, and to be honest, I was fully aware of the things they did to others and I was also aware of the things they were doing to me internally but somehow I don't know if it's because of God or because you are told that you can't complain I just ignored it I just brushed it over I just said sure ah God will deal with it you know God and I kept on doing that for years and years until I couldn't take it anymore and then I left and the attack that came I said to myself Maybe I should have left 10 years ago. Maybe I should have left five years ago, seven years ago when my friends were leaving, when people I respected and loved were leaving. But I didn't do that. I didn't do that. But when I finally 
got the courage and the strength to go. I was surprised at the attack that came. And I'm saying that to say this, as a result of that, I made up my life never again to live my life to please anybody or to please anyone. And this is my message to whoever it is that want to hear. Learn to respect yourself as much as you respect others. You see, in that entire relationship, I blame me. I did not respect myself at all. I can tell you that. I respected them 100%, but I gave myself zero respect. There were times that they did things to me that was so obviously wrong. And I would come home and I would cry. I would murmur. I would feel bad sometimes. But to be honest, I would blame them for that part as well. Because I remember when I just joined them, you know, that normal talk back girl was in me. I was in my early 20s. And when they did things to me, I used to talk. And I remember I was taught for years and years, you cannot talk. You're not supposed to get rid of it. You, you can't challenge us. Our word is final. Our word is God's word. And even if it seems right to you, it's wrong because it's coming from us. So I was conditioned. So I changed. I changed and I accepted everything. But you know what I noticed? I noticed that the people who were challenging them were respected. And I was like, what? So my quietness, my subduedness, if there is such a word, did not work. It wasn't working. And I'm saying this to say that don't live your life to please anybody. Love people. Respect yourself. There's a book I read. I can't remember the name of the book, but the author talk about win-win relationship and lose-win relationship. That book is so powerful. If I remember the name of it, I'm going to put it in the description. I think everybody should read, read that book. I was in a lose-win relationship where they kept winning and I kept losing. And I thought by me making them win and making myself look like a loser, I was love. But no, you actually, you are trampled on. Your pearls are not accepted, are not loved. You know, there's a scripture in the Bible that says, it just came to me. Do not cast your pearls onto swines, lest they trample on it and turn around and trample on you. And that was exactly what was happening to me. I was casting my pearls, my talents, my time, my money, my love to these people. Because to me, I was doing it for God. And I, and I still believe I did it for God. But in the meanwhile, when they were doing all the negative things to me that I didn't like, I was getting angry. I was getting bitter. I was complaining, but not to them. Because I was taught over the years that you can't complain to them and it wasn't working for me so the day i gathered the courage and i left and the attacks came from these same people not that i was surprised but i was kind of astonished at the extent at way at, at the extent that they went and the lies that they made up that people would see me and make comments and you know when someone make a comment you know that they've heard something you're like and you just don't want to ask because you don't want to explode. So I kept praying, praying, pushing it off, praying. So as for me, let me just say this. I'm a child of God. I am a Christian, 100%. I love God. I am a follower of Jesus Christ. 
I read my Bible. I pray every day. But no, my eyes are opened. I have seen. I am awake. No, I don't think I can be so easily deceived anymore because the old me, years ago, if you say you're a pastor or you're a deaconess, for me, your word is of God. If you say I would never do this, I believe that you wouldn't do it because you said it. That, that was me. Once you use the word pastor or deaconess or deacon or prophet, I say, oh, but if they say it, then surely they are good, right? <laughs> that was a big shocker for me. A lot of people come in the camouflage of pastors, deaconess, to drain you, to suck you, to sap you. By the time they finish with you, if you don't have God, you can't come back to life. But thank God for Jesus that I am stronger, I am wiser, I am more full of the Spirit of God than ever before. Because when they attacked and when it came, I prayed, I prayed. I drew closer to God. So now I have a closer relationship with God. And my point is, it doesn't have to be a church. It could be any relationship or any situation that you were in and you found that you were the giver and it was not appreciated. It was not respected and you're still doing it. I can tell you from experience, stop, stop. It's not going to work. Just open your eyes and start looking at the people that are respected by abusers, are the people that are, you know, supported. Are those ones who speak up, maybe they speak respectfully, are those ones who challenge them, are those ones who, you know, don't just keep it inside. But don't live your life to please anybody. Just remember this, as much as you respect anyone, they should respect you. As much as you respect anyone, they should respect you. And don't cast your spurs onto swine. Because trust me, if you think they're going to love you for it, that's fake news. That's fake news. They're just going to manipulate you more and more. And the day you try to change and start challenging them, for them, it's a big wake-up call because you're used to taking their booze. So what's happening to you? They're going to attack you. But if you be strong, you draw close to God, and you hold fast, and you don't go back. Because, you know, sometimes we've been a part of manipulative relationship for so long that when you come out, you miss it. And worse if you had isolated everyone else, which these organizations cause you to do, you feel like you have to go back. And that's why it's good to meet other people, talk to other people, read books. You'll be surprised how you oh, oh, um, what you will learn. Listen to speakers like Dr. Miles Manuel. You'll be surprised that even though he's a pastor, he teaches so much about the abuse, the manipulation that's going on in the church. He said something, and I'll never forget it. He says, some of the people that you're calling leaders are professional manipulators. And I can tell you that's a fact. Because I was a member of a church with professional manipulators. So I'm saying, live your life to please God. Respect people, but respect yourself. Yourself, And how do you know if you are respecting yourself? You know if you are respecting yourself, if you don't allow them to treat you anyhow and get away with it. You tell them, I did this, I did this, why did you do that nicely, respectfully? If they can't 
deal with that or they try to shut you up or don't give you any position or preach against you you don't need to be there let them call you a church hopper that's fine my dear hop in the house hop to the right place then stay into hell and perish with them because there's a scripture that also says woe unto you pharisees and and um i think it says scribes who you refuse to enter the kingdom of god and you are i'm paraphrasing you've turned all these people into, into children of hell and you're making them worse than you and by the time you finish with them they deserve hell twice more than you don't let these people keep you in that um place where they make you so bitter and so angry that you Deserve hell twice more than them. Hop. Let them call you when they want to call you. Hop to another house where you find God. Or, you know what? You don't even need to find God in a church, to be honest. God is in us. God is in your house. God is with me right now. But if you need to move to somewhere where there's sanity, where there's love, where there's peace, where you're not threatened, where you're not bullied, then that's okay. But don't live your life to please anyone. And that's my message, really. It's not going to work. Even if it looks like it's working, the day you switch, they will come for you. So it might as well you go now. It might as well you go now. Because the longer you're with them, is the more they attack. So just go now. And you'll find peace in God. And I tell you, the greatness of the situation, to end with this, is that I've become better. A million times better in every alley. Every alley, is it business? Whatever you want to name it, I've become better. Yes, I cried for years. I was angry. There were so many things, but I came out on top. I came up, came out on top. And I believe genuinely that all things work together for good for those who love God. Because it's worked together for my good. Because I was a person who trusted everyone i'm telling you if you say hey i believe it i don't know why i was like that i trusted everyone and i trusted everything worse if you seem to be someone who calls yourself pastor i believe that you were if you said it that's how it is so i needed that wake-up call I, I was too you know i trusted everyone too much so i needed that so that was good for me because no I, I i i i as a business person i meet people i can't be that trust you know what it was whatever it is i can't be like that anymore i can't be like that anymore so i'm saying to you that don't live your life to please people just respect people and expect them to respect you as well and let them know because that's the only way the relationship would work. I don't want you to end up bitter. I don't want you to end up frustrated. Because you know what? God loves us. God loves us and he wishes the best for all of us. So I'm going to end this video by saying, thank you for watching. I hope you learned something. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. And always remember that you are gifted.